Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Jones, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's Housing Wire Daily features an interview with Housing Wire HW Plus Managing Editor Brennan Nath. In this episode, Nath discusses what readers can expect in Housing Wire's June Magazine issue, which features Housing Wire's 2021 Rising Stars. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. At Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, we know your vision of success is unique to you. That's why your goals and our culture of support go hand in hand. We give you the tools and support you need to thrive and live your best life. Come home to Atlantic Bay. Visit JoinAtlanticBay.com to explore what's possible. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, NMLS number 72043, is an equal opportunity employer. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I am joined by Housing Wire HW Plus Managing Editor Brenna Nath. Listeners, today, Brenna will be speaking to us today about Housing Wire's 2021 Rising Stars, which is a program that recognizes industry professionals who have become leaders in their respective fields and are helping move markets forward each and every day. Brenna, thanks for joining us today. So excited to talk about this month's magazine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. Well, as I said before, we're going to be discussing Housing Wire's 2021 Rising Stars, but for those who may not know, can you dive a little deeper on what the program entails? Yeah, so our Rising Stars Award um, is one of our longest kind of running awards programs that we've had here at Housing Wire. It honors the rising stars in the industry, some of the requirements just to go into some of the logistics between our rising behind our rising stars program is you have to be younger than 40. So 40 or younger in order to receive this award. And what's really fascinating about this award program since we've had it for so long is that we've been able to watch people age through our award programs, which is kind of what the rising stars program was intended intended to do. So you have these people who are making a difference in this industry, whether they're innovating, um, setting records when it comes to mortgage volume, um, disrupting their space and being a leader in that. And then eventually these people are growing into our vanguards and they're growing into our woman of influence. And so right now, um, kind of be pretty literal. They are the rising star in the industry to take that wording for what it is. It's someone who's really shining right now. And we see such a great career trajectory for them, especially based on the amazing things that they've already done. All right. Well, Rising Stars is now in its third year. Brenna, can you walk us through how the program has progressed throughout the years? I love that question because we've had so many great people profile throughout the years. Um, looking specifically at this year, um, obviously COVID-19, no one saw that coming. It was a year like no other. And so watching each award program and um, nominees come through over the last year um, has been just um, amazing to see how this industry, how many people were trailblazers that moved forward, um, that didn't let the current situation stop them from not only doing their job, but really raising that bar and going above and beyond in a year that was so unprecedented, so unpredictable. And so this year I really framed 
our 50 rising stars is kind of these 50 young disruptors who came across all sectors of the housing industry of your mortgage, your real estate, fintech, servicing, and really just pushed the boundaries into challenges that no one ever saw coming. And so I think every year has really had these great trailblazers. Um, that's something that's been consistent throughout the years. They really are people that we have seen progress into the vanguards of the industry. But this year specifically was just so unique because you saw, especially, um, I know we'll kind of get to it in future questions, but um, people who really played a key and a pivotal for everything that the word pivotal means, that they were essential, that they were vital, that they were the key to the success of this industry during a year that no one saw coming that ended up being a booming, busy, hot housing market for the industry. So everyone then had to rally after so much uncertainty in March. And these are the people that really helped the industry kind of go forward. So I feel like you can tell from my answer that I'm very passionate about this, but after reading these 50 profiles, um, knowing everything that these people worked through, they really deserve the credit um, and the congratulations for what they did over the past year and even before that. Absolutely. Well, I have the magazine here in front of me, but for those who haven't seen the issue yet, can you tell us a little bit about this year's cover star, Matt Jones? I am so excited to share who is on the feature of this uh, year's magazine. I've been here throughout the years that we've profiled different people. I think they all are shiny examples of rising star this year. Specifically, um, we profiled Matt Jones his current title is senior counsel for the U.S. Senate Housing U.S. Senate Finance Committee. There's no housing in that. Um, and what's so notable about him, or why he stuck out to our selection committee, is because Matt Jones really was at the kind of the center of uh, the conversation right at the beginning of COVID when Washington D.C. was coming together and having to figure out what do we do to help keep the economy, to keep help keep America safe. And there's one word that I think everyone has heard over the last year. It's the CARES Act, or I guess maybe that's two words and a whole bunch of words put into one. Um, but Matt Jones really was um, the housing mortgage person behind the CARES Act. And he was the principal drafter of the forbearance section in there. So I think everyone in this industry has touched the... Um, or talked about or has had to deal with forbearance when it comes to educating people on it, when it comes to maybe having to field those phone calls, if you're in the servicing industry, when it comes to walking people through it. So um, I don't want to really mess up his profile by um, kind of regurgitating because it's so powerful. So I'd highly recommend you reading it yourself. But just for some background on him, when he was, um, so this is going back a year ago in March, just tease a little bit of his um, intro. At the time, he was served as the senior counsel for the Senate Committee on Banking, Housing, and Urban Affairs at the time. So he originally was serving um, alongside Senator Mike Crapo, who was Republican from Idaho. And uh, Senator, he was the Senate Banking Chairman for that committee. And he moved over to the Senate Finance Committee. And so that's why he is now in a different um kind of see what he still oversees a lot of things when it comes to taxes, um, uh, low income tax credit, stuff like that. But at the time he really was the brains behind what exactly um, this industry needs when it comes to mortgage. He has been a loan officer. He also worked at the MBA. And so really just had um, kind of from this ground up awareness of the mortgage industry. And so during his profile, when I was interviewing him, he really recalls those days Riding the CARES Act, remembering the um, 
kind of the sleepless nights that he had. He kind of talked about how he'd kind of go home at, you know, say two in the morning and have to be back at work at five in the morning, barely getting any sleep because there's so much unknown during this time and such a big, um, in his words, this like bipartisan movement in DC to come together and get this CARES Act out the door. And then they came together once again later in the year to kind of do the follow-up to it. So just a very interesting fascinating inside look at what was going on in Washington, D.C. from the eyes of Matt Jones and then just going into some of his background and also just kind of his personal life and how he's balanced, you know, raising his daughter during a pandemic and balancing family with also this job that was requiring so much. So highly recommend his profile, just a unique story there of someone who saw firsthand what was going on in Washington, D.C. Yeah, no doubt. His um, profile piece was definitely really interesting. I'm excited for our listeners and readers to learn more about him. So what does this new wave of awardees say about the industry at this time? And what does this new class of rising stars indicate about the industry's future? To think of a different word besides the word exciting, I think this, um, some of the common themes around 2020 was this full, um, not full steam ahead, but the really the adoption in the industry really um, just kind of skyrocketed. So you look at the e-closing world, we have different people in here who had a key role in developing the technology around, okay, the industry now has a whole bunch of titles or e-closings that we have to do because everyone has these stay-at-home orders. Do we have the technology around this? Um, and this is stuff that we've been talking about for years, but really technology took a front seat and e-closings took a front seat over the last year since the industry was forced into a lot of adoption that before was kind of something that we all were learning about and um, slowly integrating to this point of, oh no, we we can't do in-person closings. What do we do now? So um, there's different people in our Rising Stars profile that I would highlight there. You have a lot of great people who um, set records when it came to volume which I would know um, a lot of people who helped with HR. When you look at the amount of people and companies over the last year who had to shift into this work from home model, how do you ensure culture is still there in an industry where we're still trying to get more people to, we're trying to hire people. We're still trying to recruit people and not only recruit, now we want to retain them. So you have all these HR people who are on our list who um, I think shows for the future of like, okay, here's how we've integrated culture into this work from home environment. Here's how we still um, were able to hire people and retain them going into the future, which is something this industry has talked about a lot. So what I kind of saw in these rising stars are, I mean, these names are people that you might already know. You have Alec Hansen, he's the SVP of product in the Pacific Southwest division at Loan Depot. You have Dan Habib, he's the EVP of MBS Highway. These are names that a lot of people have known and you saw them over the last year kind of share awareness, education, or hit, um, you know, sales numbers or innovate a new product. And the industry kind of like doubled down on the things that we knew. And then everyone else kind of came in and said, yes, we need these products or yes, we'll adopt this or focus on it. So um, highlight the names. Um, you know, you have Jess Kennedy, who's the co-founder and CEO of Beeline. She's a great person. And we've kind of chatted with her before. Um, so I'd highly recommend you going through this list of 50 people. Like I said, you also have the real estate people. You have Malty Kramer. He's the CEO and founder of Luxury Presence, which is on the real estate side and the technology side. Um, just great people who kind of found a need during a year that had a lot of needs and kind of solved for it. So we've been talking a lot about the issue, but for those who want to see it for themselves, how can they go about doing so? 
Sing Wires magazine falls under HW Plus. So as Victoria noted at the beginning, I'm the HW Plus managing editor. The magazine falls underneath HW Plus subscription. So once you sign up for that, you get access to all our digital content, which usually has at minimum five uniquely sourced articles online, but then you also get with it 10 issues of our Houston Wire magazine. And so the two issues at the back of the year are merged together, December, January, um, and then October, November. So that a little bit backwards, but you get those issues mailed to you. They feature a lot of our award winners, but along with like unique commentaries on what's going on in the industry, stories about some of the um, hot topics are a little bit more evergreen in the space. So I'd recommend that I'm still kind of old fashioned. I enjoy having my cup of coffee, sitting down with the magazine and reading through it, especially because the names featured in there are the key stakeholders. Great. Well, lastly, before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to add or anything else our listeners should know about this month's rising stars issue? The June magazine issue was a little bit unique because it actually had a supplement along with it. So a supplement was another 20 page little magazine booklet. I say little, uh, 20 pages is still a lot. And there's a lot of information jam packed into there, but this 20 page supplement issue featured real trends, Tracy Velt, who's the managing editor over at real trends. Um, they're a sister company for housing wire. They have, um, a really well-known award program called the real trends 500 or not a award program, but a ranking system that we have talked about here on the podcast. Um, and we kind of took all of that information and we wanted the people who get the housing wire magazine to also see this real trends data. So if you open up your magazine issue or you get it mailed to you, you'll also have the 20 page supplement. It goes into the rankings by volume, the rate, the rankings by transaction sides, the independent brokerages. And then it also gave a sneak peek of the game changers list from real trends, which isn't even going live until about mid June. So if you sign up for HW Plus, you get a sneak preview into who the game changers are for real trends. I'd be sure to check that out um, to get kind of that first look at some of those people who are really making a huge, massive impact in the real estate page. That's what place. That's why they're called game changers, obviously. So wanted to highlight that. We don't have supplements too, too often. That's a supplement that I would highly recommend everyone kind of looking at as well. Great. Well, Brenna, we appreciate your time today. So thanks for joining us again on Housing Wire Daily. It's always a pleasure to talk about the magazine. Thanks so much, Victoria. Absolutely. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.